What is going on? Charles Botenston here, and um, here in the office, I'm here in my garage, uh, here in the office, and it's funny because I haven't gone live in a while, and it was kind of one of those things where I said, all right, you know what, I'm going to go live really quick. Uh, so I just moved into a new office. This is a lot bigger. You could probably fit one, two, three, four, five, six desks. The other one you could comfortably fit two, so I wasn't even close on the size. Uh, between that and the other one. But I was listening because I'm setting up this office and I'm, and I'm listening to uh, little Alan Watts. And Alan Watts, if you're not familiar, was a philosopher. And uh, he was a, an incredible philosopher. What's going on? Yeah, new background. Um, that's actually the outdoors. My feet are up. There's the socks. So the actual light is going to be a lot better from now on because A, I have three windows and B, I'm actually going to be videoing facing the window instead of that stupid way, which was against the whiteboard. What's going on, my man, Erwin? All right, so let's just get into it really quick. Ellen Watt had a quote that was absolutely, just blew my mind away. And he said, what would it be like to go to sleep and not wake up? That's death. And what would it be like to wake up after never going to sleep? That's birth. And that hit me. And I said, holy shit, because I started scrolling through the comment section. Highly recommend you go check out some Ellen Watts. And then I started looking down at all those people that are just walking around. And, you know, is, is our life here to, you know, and I'm gonna say YouTube, but to go through YouTube videos, is our life here to do Instagram? Is our, is our, is our life to do things that just take us away from what we're supposed to be doing? Everything that I produce, that Nike produces, that Logan Paul produces is for your attention. And the number one thing we need to realize is that what scares the shit out of me, and I actually got this from Gary, is, is the regret on eyes of an elderly person. I'm, I'm gonna be putting this person's home on for sale. I'm literally walking her, her through her steps as she goes into a nursing home. And she's like, that's where I'm going to die. And I'm sitting at the table and it's not even about real estate anymore. It's not even, it's just, I'm literally looking into the eyes of someone and I'm looking around. She's lived in this home for 30 years She's by herself, it's a one bedroom, it's a walk up on the second floor, and you start thinking, you're like, what am I here for? What is my purpose? Why am I getting distracted off of what I'm supposed to be doing? Minor things, minor things every single day. If you compound that over time, that's weeks off of your life on, say, on a dating app, weeks of maybe approaching in person or weeks of not making sales calls because you're, I don't know, chit-chatting. And I'm not saying it's bad to chit-chat, but if that's what you live for, I literally see it in the eyes of New York City residents. They're walking to work because you have Port Authority right over there. Port Authority for those people outside of New York is where they come from New Jersey that has trains and buses and everything else. And they walk across here outside my office. I'm walking the other way coming from the gym. And it's a mass of people, their head down, furred eyebrow, just pissed off. They were just pissed off. 
about something. It could be work. It could be their relationship. It could be their spouse. It could be their kids. It could be their weight. It could be their health. It could be, I had a dream at one time. I had a dream at one time and it's too late now. I'm 45. Dude, you're not, it's not too late. You know, what really bothers me, honestly, are the are young kids that not only do not like what they do because I was in that circumstance, but they don't like what they do. They spend no time looking for something that they do want to do and then they complain about it. It's only too late. That Ellen quote, imagine going to sleep and never waking up. Imagine waking up after never going to sleep. That's birth. And the other one was death. That's nuts. So I implore you to get the fuck in your self-awareness of where am I allocating my time? Where am I allocating my attention? How much TV, TV am I actually watching? How much YouTube videos? How much bullshit YouTube videos? I listen to YouTube videos, but I, I just unsubscribed from Logan Paul today. I just unsubscribed from another one. I don't wanna do any more entertainment. I want my life to be the entertainment. I want my experiences to be the entertainment. I don't wanna live through someone else's entertainment. I don't wanna live through someone else's experiences. I don't wanna look at Gary and say, what if I was a speaker? What if I had an amazing business? I wanna do it. I'm slowly weeding things out and I'm gonna find something tomorrow I need to weed away. Whether it's an app, I, I, I cut out all gaming. I, I do not game on my phone let alone my computer or anything else. I, I was never really into computer or PS2 or whatever. We couldn't really afford it anyway. But I used to game on my phone just as escape, just an, as an escape. And then I started looking at them like, my dating app time is 15, 20 minutes. Imagine if I walked outside and I met one of those pretty girls that I actually walk through and I say, holy shit, that's someone I wanna talk to. So. I implore all of you guys, honestly, today is start recording in your mind where you're spending your time and start living your life. You don't want the regret. I saw it in her eyes. I saw it in her eyes. She was talking about going to California. She's 89, 90 years old. She cannot really hear. Her brother is extremely sick, ready to die. You do not want it will happen but you do not want to regret it i'm telling you now do minor things of self-awareness three aspects your time how you're spending it your emotions how are you feeling in this very moment and your fears why do i fear this why am i fearing to do something why am I, but then yet again, everything happens for a reason. Why am I not making calls? Why am I not approaching that pretty girl? For me, the reason I'm not doing it is because I don't want the embarrassment of other people looking at me. It's not even about the rejection. It's about other people. I get rejected all the time. That's getting into your fears and saying, why am I fearful of other people? If I'm fearful of other people now, what about when I start speaking and writing and I really start producing content? What about when we start expanding and, I, and criticism comes galore? How does Jordan Peterson handle it? This guy gets chastised. 50% of the people love him. 50% of the people think he's nuts and crazy and even people that sort of agree with him that are on his side politically. It's amazing. So I implore you this weekend, see how you're spending your time, see what your fears are, and what was the, 
and see what your emotions are. That, that's life, right there, that's life. If you can control your emotions, which is as bad as eating really bad food and absolutely doing nothing, number one, how you spend your time, which is regret, and number three is your fears. If you, if, if you do not handle some portion of your fears, you, and I am there, I have done it. I see kids that are younger than me that are not going out and doing what I wanted to do when I was younger. I hated my job, in a recession, left my job, didn't know what the hell I was gonna do, but I knew I hated working nine to five. I hated it, I'd rather do anything, I'd rather waiter than work, I'd rather bartend, I'd rather make $30,000 than $42,000 at that time. So, that's it, that's Saturday, signing off, going back to professional on Monday, obviously this is the first live in a while, uh, well, no, on my phone, where I can actually talk with you guys. Got, um, so this is gonna be a new setup, if you guys wanna see it. So we're gonna have the camera, a tripod, it looks really small on camera, but I'm gonna have the tripod, uh, facing out, I'm gonna have TVs in the back here, so that's gonna be in the future. I have a, a really cool standing desk, very expensive. Um, and then this is the top portion of the standing desk. Uh, there's the standing mat, there's the rug. So I'm gonna have a, a big standing desk right here. It's gonna be a um, kind of like, it's probably about waist high, maybe even taller. And then I'm gonna have that on top. Um, so mini, media, standing desk, and then obviously sales calls, and then desk. So I'm super stoked. Uh, it costs more money, but I said I need to do it. I'm investing in myself. I'm investing in my business. Um, that was the scariest thing, honestly, because I, I hired, I was over the top. Um, the book I'm reading nowadays, I'm still on, so I just finished, uh, here's a ton of books, actually, that I'm getting rid of. So we have, if you want to look at these, uh, wow, almost fell over. Power of Myth, Joseph Campbell, Ultimate Sales Machine, Checklist Manifesto, very good book, by the way. This is how you really grow a business. I didn't read this, which is by Dan Millman. Um, obviously, everybody's favorite right there. Um, Million Dollar Listing. Let's go through these other ones. Richest Man in Babylon, I didn't really like it. People loved it. This was a, a really good daily reader by John Maxwell. Uh, Art of Selling by uh, Tom Hopkins. Actually, I didn't read that, so I'm gonna keep that. Uh, this guy is absolutely incredible. I think this is Dr. Joseph Dispenza. Well, he was on the, the actual show. Uh, Good for Business, uh, To Sell as Human. It's all right, Daniel Pink is all right. You know, he, he kind of writes, it's all right, I don't know. He also wrote a, a, another book called When. Uh, Raven Fans. We could just go through these really quick. Uh, Contagious, right here. Uh, just another Daniel Pink. This is actually a really good book, How I Raised Myself um, from Failure. The answer is, that's not good. John Asaroff is not a good writer. Uh, he's a really good YouTuber, but he's not a good writer. And uh, obviously, The Rational Male. So The Rational Male is actually, I don't agree with everything because it's kind of, it's a little woman-hating. Uh, not really woman hating. It's kind of like the MGTOW and like men going their own way. And I'm not really a fan of that. Um, I think, uh, if anything, if you're a single guy or or a girl, you really, you know, I'll tell you right now is that girls, if you're watching, what's very attractive is a very feminine female. 
and as, as, a, as a woman looking at a guy, I was on a date last night and it was our second date. We really hit it off. I was not expecting it and we had a good time, but she is very masculine, but with me, she turned very feminine and she became like a little girl. It was great. Real estate for cash flow or a capital gain? Uh, well, I'm, I'm gonna do the Grand Cardone style. Uh, where you just make a ton of money and you just put it all into real estate and then you, you hold on to it forever. And that's how you build your empire. You have to do cash flow. Have to do cash flow. You don't make a, you don't make a lot of money from, from books. You don't like make a lot of money from speaking. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of fraud out there. There really is. I know you guys are smart, uh, but there's a lot of fraud out there. You know, just, just people that are saying they're speakers, people that are saying they're authors, people that are saying they're personal development coaches and whatever. It's like, dude, what, you haven't taken anything from Gary Vaynerchuk at all? <laughs> like, come on now. Uh, I'm reading right now the I'm Still Not Done, which is Radical Honesty. It's all right. I think it's a really good premise. It's a really good premise. And then I'm gonna go into, I actually wanna start cracking into what's his name's book. Um, I started reading a little, little of it. Uh, fuck, who's that guy out in California? Um, what do you think? He's, no, I, I, Dr. Joe Dispenza, I think he's the real deal. I think he's, he's unbelievable. I was actually gonna go see him in Toronto and it sold out. Uh, I was gonna see him in Connecticut, it sold out. Uh, the guy is the real deal. The guy's a real deal. Go see him on any show, actually. Just Google him or YouTube him, and the top result, you'll be like, wow. Dr. Joe Dispenza and the other one, I forgot the other one, which was, it's called the, the epigenetics, which is you're born with genes. I fucking hate that argument, by the way, when people say that. Well, I was born, this is my genes. I'm like, those are not your genes, okay? You're born with conditions, and you either turn on or off those conditions. Uh, yeah, he was on Impact Theory. I don't really, it, that was an all right interview. He's had way better ones. But um, yeah, I would say the epigenetics is the future if people actually realize that. People are pushing away science right now, which is so stupid. You know, evolutionary biology is a really fascinating subject as well. Evolutionary biology is why we do what we do. You know, why do we have eyebrows? Because when we sweat and we are running, it wouldn't run into our eyes. You know, why do we have eyelashes? Obviously for dirt. Why, why do we have facial hair? Um, why are girls attracted to guys with facial hair? You know, why do we have hair in general? Why do we sweat through our pores? You know, these things are just fascinating, just fascinating topics. You know, or just where did we come from? How did we, how is everything just, just here? You know, like what? Okay, yeah, there was a big bang, but what created the oxygen, the, the carbon, the, the all, everything that was necessary, nitrogen, all those, all those gases became then solids, and then those solids over billions of years became, what was the universe? What, like, what created the universe? You know, that's why two people, that's really been on my mind, like, holy shit, because I noticed that I spend way too much time in my 20s obsessed of TV, and yeah, honestly, I, so it, you know, I'll, I'll throw it out there. So people ask me, God, um, I want to believe that I am not the source of things. So whether there is a God or not, I want to believe there is. So I, I say, thank you instead of thank you. 
There's a lot of egoness by saying, I'm the center. When you're the center of everything, everything revolves around you. You try and change people, you try and change circumstances, you try and change things on the outside because you're not whole and complete on the inside. You start buying expensive things. That's when I unsubscribe from Ty Lopez. When I'm, I'm like, he's good. You listen to a bunch of stuff. He's good for in the beginning. And then you start graduating to other people. And I think right now at the elite, uh, it's probably Jordan Peterson, you know, what are your plans in San Diego? I'm going for a week long real estate conference. Um, I, I'm, it, it's actually kind of crazy. There's, there's a couple things that I have on my business plan. Uh, actually, no, I threw it all out uh, when I moved to the new office, but on my business plan, so every single month until 2020, I have what I want to do. And then after 2020, it's like per quarter because then it becomes like completely theoretical after that. Uh, Dan Loke, I don't know who that is. Hey Ty, uh, too looped about himself. The problem is, it's like Ty, it's like you have private jets. You have a beautiful uh, house, and my 20% battery just popped up. Uh, you have a beautiful house. What, as, what's his name said, Gary said, why don't you eat shit for 20 years and then invest? And then you have something. He's building a business, but you know, how much is it, it, uh, is it his? You know, eating shit is what I posted about. It's not easy. Business is marketing and sales. That's it. That is it. Customer relationships, customer service, that's gonna happen, but you can't do that if you have no customers. You know, people don't talk about that. They don't talk about it. Um, you know, it, and honestly, the number one thing is you have to love it. You have to love it. If you're an entrepreneur, you have to, because it's too tough. You know, Steve Jobs has an incredible, go just Google Steve Jobs and either Tom Bayou or not Tom Bayou, um, what's his name? Evan Carmichael, forgot the name of his channel. That might be the name of his channel. He has an amazing, he was, he's obsessed with um, Steve Jobs. You know, obviously Gary Vaynerchuk has talked shit about him. Yeah, maybe his managerial style wasn't good. Neither is Elon Musk. So he's got a terrible managerial style. But to be honest, um, yeah, they're kind of changed the world. I'm literally streaming on his device. If you don't think that before his death, he already knew there's gonna be a watch and an iPad, you're, you're kidding yourself. He, he had everything, uh, including a, a self-driving car, which is known as X and uh, Project X, but I don't know how far along that's gonna go because uh, Tim Cook, is he's good but to be honest you could only you only get a, jockeys like that or just come every once in a while so i highly recommend that the three things i said before which is you cut out things that are just not serving you i'll give you an example is i had an extra desk here i'm like why do i need an extra desk not needed took out an extra chair i'm like this is you know it's like go minimalistic just you should see my apartment. There's nothing in my apartment. I went to an apartment that I was gonna buy the couch and they couldn't fit in my, my apartment and freaking crashed through my uh, bathroom door and there's a dent in there. I'm like, oh, thanks. Uh, and they couldn't even fit it in there. <laughs> so I have no couch in my apartment. So it's literally, the, this girl came over last night. I literally have my bar stools at my open table and at my bed and that's it. <laughs> what if guy just made us, well, that's it. Charles, you recommend WeWorks for people on a budget? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's where I started. I started, it's known as a hot desk. It's maybe, I don't know, $800 a month. Uh, checked out John Summer. No, but I'm gonna check, I wish I could check through these comments again and, and um, honestly uh, 
start saving them. YouTube is telling you there's going to be an alternative to YouTube, but YouTube has such a stranglehold because, yeah. Um, but when it comes down to God, I, you know, I've thought about it a lot. I would rather, and it makes people uncomfortable because Jordan Peterson was asked about it. He said, what do you mean by God? You know, first of all, people associate God with religion. Okay, and then they associate religion with, say, the Bible. So let's break those three things down. God is different than religion. Religion is different than the Bible. The Bible essentially created the religion outside of God. Okay, so in other words, the Bible is amazing. The religion is what people disagree with. You won't disagree with the Ten Commandments. You know, that, that's an incredible. If, if you want to listen to what's his name on Prager University, uh, Dennis Prager had an incredible he has a good book out there called The Rational Bible. I think that's what it's called. And I, I started thinking about that just because I, I want to know. I just, I'm just curious. You know, for people that shut down ideas, it's just not a good look. Because you're not, you're speaking about something, like the girl last night I, was, I, I really liked about her. Um, yeah, I would say the number one thing that I, I got from the girl last night is that if you are, say, the best part about Dr. Joe's president is that no God involved. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say, you know, whether you believe or not, it's, you know, people that believe in God, okay, or people that don't believe in God, okay, you know, like, you, you do you, you know, I, I'm not, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not a big deal. I just personally feel that I would, A, how did everything get created, and obviously, the actual gases, number one, like what created the gases? You know, that, that's really what it is. It's like, let's play this out. Is that what created the gases from the beginning? You know, if we're going Newtonian for a second, you know, nothing could, or something could not be created from nothing. And then number two is what was the space? The space that everything was created in. You know, it's, they're saying that it's, the universe is expanding against what? And how, how is it limitless? That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, that's why Elon Musk and uh, Peter Diamandis has talked about it multiple times that you are, that we're living in a simulation. I can, I don't know because I'm not smart enough on, well, not smart enough, but I'm not, I'm not educated enough on that. Just like blockchain, I'm not educated enough on that. I know it's coming and everyone's talking about it. And I know it will probably affect real estate. I'm very up on trends and everything else. So, you know, maybe they'll, they'll talk about it in August. But if you guys have any other questions, highly recommend you read the book, Radical Honesty and The Principle in the Universe. Uh, have you seen the documentary, The Principle? No, but I'm gonna write that down actually because I love learning about the universe. And I'm sorry for all. I'll go. Whoop, whoop. What is that on? Is that on Netflix? Um, I don't have Netflix. I don't have anything. Uh, so I would just, radical honesty, I'll just go over really quick. I'm not going to do an entire review, but just pay attention for the next one minute. Okay. And too smart to understand blockchain and smart enough to invest in, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not going to invest in Bitcoin. I don't give a, you know, whatever. I don't give a shit about Bitcoin. You know, awesome if it comes, great, but that's like investing in, in the market right now. I, I'm just not paying attention. And to be honest, I, I'm in the Grant Cardone camp, or I'm in the Gary Vaynerchuk camp, which is grow your business as big as you can. 
So invest in your business, number one. And then once it starts to be self-sustaining, you start creating real wealth, you start putting that into real estate. Um, like, I just, just give a shit. Yeah, like, okay, cool. So, you know, like, invest in it. I'm not saying not to. I just, that's not what I'm doing. But radical honesty, listen to this for a second. Radical honesty, and I'm not going to look at any comments for a second because I really want to focus on this, is that it's such a great book for two reasons. Number one is that we usually lie to make, our, make ourselves feel better. Okay, we, we usually lie to make our, so in other words, we're talking to someone, honey, how does this look? It's funny, I, you know, if you guys have been following me, I've been going on maybe 10, 15 dates in the last, you know, two weeks. And I am extremely honest uh, that I've noticed because I will disagree with someone, um, I'll have my own opinion. And you know what's funny is the girls think that's attractive. I'm like, what, what do other guys do? They're like, oh no, they agree with everything. And these are very pretty girls. So I understand they're like trying to bed them. But dude, what? You don't have your own opinion on something that you disagree with? So that's the first thing is that you want to feel better so you don't either get into a confrontation, which people are fearful of. People are so fearful of confrontation. They are so fearful of confrontation these days. It's crazy. So it, it's actually insane, and that's why there's gonna be real estate agents, because the ballsiest real estate agents are willing to risk confrontation in negotiation. That's everything. Uh, yeah, I don't watch movies, I don't go to plays, and I was telling the girl yesterday, she's like, I'm obsessed with plays, I go by myself. I was like, I hate plays. Uh, movies, I don't watch movies. Uh, you know, I honestly, any entertainment, I just like sitting on a beach and, and people talking about vacation and just doing those things. You know, I was talking to someone else and they're like, oh, I can't wait for the weekend. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? Going to the beach. Oh, okay. What are you going to be doing? Just sitting there. Okay. Reading a book now. Okay. That's not for me. You know, I want to be building the business, whatever you do, you, uh, just don't complain about it. You know, that's the Gary Vaynerchuk camp. Just don't complain about it. You know, that's actually a pretty cool reflection. So number one is that we usually lie to make ourselves feel better to other people. And then, which is even worse, is we usually lie to ourselves and justify it. Why am I not going to the gym? Well, I deserve it. Why am I not going to the gym? Well, it's raining. Yeah, it's raining. You can still go. You just don't want to. So you lie to yourself and you actually make the excuse by saying it's raining. You actually make the excuse that you actually need uh, to take a break. Yeah, there's times that you need to rest and everything else. To be honest, I, I watched... This guy did 40 tri or 50 triathlons, full, no, 50 full Ironmans in 50 states in 50 days. That, and I saw the documentary, that's crazy. And the guy actually said his times were improving after 20 and 25 days. Going to 50, his times were actually improving because his body said, I'm now gonna get used to this. Your body's not used to energy. Your body's not used to just the amount of, of work it needs. Your body's not used to waking up early. Your body's not used to eating healthy. I don't like the taste. Like, yes, maybe I do, but I just don't even want sugar anymore. I have no craving. I have no craving of even, you know, if you want to go there, you know, playing around with myself because I'm like, you know what? I love the feeling of being bold and confident and everything else. And that's what comes with it. You know, rabbit, watch the stories. I'm guessing bikini all, biking all, bikini, biking all over the place. I would say the number one thing when radical honesty is don't lie. Not, sorry about saying that. That's bad. That's like going to an anti, it's like Mother Teresa when she said, don't go to an anti-war, go to a pro-peace movement. So stop 
lying, stop or start telling the truth to yourself. Start telling the truth to not only yourself, which is self-awareness, which is raw, which is raw. It breaks you down to the core. And that's what they're talking about is that it strips away everything, everything. It, it literally, it, it, it's because your body builds up that ego to make you feel better to survive in a social environment. That's really what it comes down to. And then the other one is obviously start telling the truth to other people more often. I now am not radical honest, I am very honest. I wanna get radical honest, which is, what do you think this home is worth? A million dollars. Well, this other agent told me that he can get 1.2. I don't think he can. And to be honest, I think he's lying. That's really what it comes down to. What do you think about a young man planning to join the army? Um, you know, that's, that's a personal choice. You know, I have massive respect for everyone in the military. I think now is a little bit different. There's a fly that just entered. Um, I think now is a little bit different. You know, really fun. people telling me not to, I, I didn't see the, the full comment. You know, that's, that's, that, that's a personal choice. But you also have to understand that you may come back maimed or you may not, you may not come back at all. That's the reality. You know, people that, you know, are mad that they, you know, my buddy was an army ranger and he is fucked up now. And he has a service dog and I, I don't even talk to him. You know, the guy is not in a good space. And I don't think he expected that. And I don't know if the military actually says that, you know, to, to the folks that are going overseas. World War II was necessary. World War I was necessary. Um, any of the wars afterwards, you know, I don't know enough about. You know, every war pretty much up until World War II was almost necessary. You know, the Civil War was necessary. War of Independence was necessary. You know, so that's, that's a personal choice. But I'm gonna hop off because I have so much shit to do. Uh, I have so many errands. Anyway, uh, message retracted. <gasps> otherwise, uh, they don't say it. Otherwise, they won't join. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I, I don't like the people that are saying they're selling. They're selling a bill of goods and everything. I think they understand. They're patriotic. Maybe they, their father was in the military. Um, but I'll, I'll leave you with this as well. Is that on one of Ellen Watts's videos? He starts talking about society and. And actually, I want to go back, and I, I did not watch this Tom Bayou interview, but the guy actually says, and I'm going to totally mess it up, totally screw it up, but he actually says, I am not who I think I am. I am not who you think I am. I am who you think I think I am. I'm not who I am. I'm not who you think I am. I am who you think I am, or you, whatever the case is. In other words, you're living into someone else's image, whether that's a parent, society, uh, it's, it's mainly parents and school and everything else. So people are living into someone else's life, their personality, everything, it's crazy. So anyway, um, I'm hopping off, 30 minutes, was not expecting that. And anyway, enjoy. I'll see you guys on Monday for the shorter videos. Enjoy your weekend. The three things I'm going to talk about, or not talk about, but you have to take away for self-awareness is where are you spending your time? Where is your escapism? How much time on TV? How much time on, on apps? How much time gaming? Number one. Number two is your emotions. Where are your emotions? Are they up? Are they down? Be real with yourself. Say, I'm unhappy, or I'm pissed off, or I'm sad. You have to be real with your emotions. You create 
happiness. You create joy. You create it. Nothing on the outside is going to give you joy, happiness, and everything else. I'll give you an example. I was coming out of Whole Foods today. This older woman literally was walking out. She walked in. I don't know what she looked at. <laughs> I don't know what she looked at. She turned back around and she goes, I fucking hate this place. 65, 70 years old. She probably went her whole life like that. Very small, you know, not in shape. You know, she just went her whole life like that. That's not controlling her emotions. That's just, she's not creating happiness. And it's, it's not, I'm not even saying that as a joke. Um, and then the, the third one, which is, uh, I forgot it. Uh, oh, you're fierce. Why are you fearful of things? Why am I fearful of doing certain things? Why was I fearful of expanding my business? Why was I fearful of getting a bigger office? Why was I fearful of making sales calls before? Why was I fearful of going live? You know, all these things. So anyway, signing off for now. Hope you guys have an awesome one. Uh, Rational Mail, if you're a male, it's a good read, especially if you wanna grow your masculinity. And number two is for anyone that's listening, you have to go out, Radical Honesty, that's what I'm reading right now. I'll tell you what I'm reading afterwards. Cheers, enjoy your weekend, guys.